This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Wimpy for three. Butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. We do it every day. It's Silver and Black Talk at 7. Make sure you're a part of this conversation. You know, watch us live on the YouTube feed. Like and share and do all the things you're supposed to do because we're graded on such things. And talk about a grade. Spurs come in tonight to 12 consecutive losses. Uh, hoping to rebound against a, an Atlanta team that might be kind of willing to do such things. Right. Um, welcoming home DeJounte Murray. Welcome home. Well, I mean, kind of. He's from Washington. But, I mean, he lived here for a bit, right? I mean, he's one of the young dudes that was free. What are your thoughts on him, his, his stay here? I think Pop realized that what the team was about to go through, mentally he would not be him able to Wimby take Him and Wimby would be awesome. Oh, well, I, they would have now, been I don't phenomenal. Know, I don't know if we get Wimby if we don't trade DeJounte and, you know, start tanking or whatever. But DeJounte and Wimby in the pick and roll. Because, I mean, we can say what we want about DeJounte. He's a very serviceable point guard in the National Basketball Association. And it is a it is a huge pimple in the Spurs roster. He wouldn't have been able to put up with these losses. It, he'd have been... He wouldn't have been nice to the well. You know. Who can? Well, evidently the Spurs. <laughs> evidently everything's fine inside the locker room. I don't think you'd have I don't been. I think anybody could put up with twelve losses in a row. Uh, let's hear from Wimby. <laughs> he seems to be doing pretty good, and that's what's annoying to me. I mean, I get that He's they've told him. Yeah, I got you. But Dejounte would be. We're losing. He would be furious, man, and I don't think he would be as as understanding or at least as bought in on the long-term process of this right then we are and a, and a perfect example of this is Wimby talking about his de facto point guard right now Jeremy oh. Sohan this is a guy who understands the situation and I don't think DeJounte certainly the Sohan experiment wouldn't even be a thing right now if DeJounte was still here. Oh, hell but, no. Uh, but I don't think DeJounte would be happy if we had taken a guy and moved him to out of position to try to for the long term while you're sitting there going, you know, my clock is ticking. I only got so many games in the NBA. You know what I mean? And I think DeJounte would not have been a happy camp here. This is Wimby talking about Jeremy Sohan and his new point guard role. I mean, you know, I don't have any problem doing things in conventional. And uh, this, is, this is something I believe in. And, uh, of course that the, the coach believes in so we know it's you know we, it's calculated and you know he's got it he's got it in control mm-hmm. and uh, I think just like everyone you know team Jeremy's getting better since the beginning of the season is he and he's he's actually um, holding himself accountable you know for for learning and for you know the mistakes he's made and that we've all made and uh, it's you know he's we're, we're talking we, we communicate and it's we're on the good way we're in a good way in a good way, Victor Wimbayama. That's post game practice uh, day before yesterday, talking about this Sohan experiment. The numbers bear it out, Rudy. I mean, they are so much better when okay. Trey Jones is on the court. I mean, it, it is it is not even that, like that. Black and white analytics, right there. There are seven point three points worse per hundred possessions with their Jeremy Sohan at point guard, fared against eighteen point one points better per hundred possessions with Trey Jones. I mean, they are so much worse okay. when 
when Sohan plays point. Now, see now to me that that stat alone again when if we know these stats and we have access to these stats, so do the San Antonio yes. Spurs. So with that being said, and they them knowing that they are that much better with Trey Jones at the point. They're not. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you they're not trying to win. No, they're not. But they're not trying to win. So let's count it like, like it what is. are we? What are we doing? Like if we're talking about 11 points difference when Trey Jones is running the one, then what are we talking about? Are they like again? I'm not saying there's anybody in particular, but when we talked about it, um, we talked about Orlando, and we'll talk about them later in the show in our NBA fast break segment. Years of getting high draft picks, Oklahoma years. Denver, years of getting high draft picks. They ain't, again, they're not trying to lose, but they're not trying to win either. They like to win. Like, how is this, how is, how do we know this? And how can we have that information in black and white? And he's not the one. How? Unless you're like, hey, you know what? Let's get another top five pick. And let's just keep building this thing. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I, you know, when we were looking at that this morning, I was like, well, damn. Why ain't Trey Jones the starting point guard then? We'll say it again. <clears throat> 7.3 points worse per 100 possessions with Sohan in, with 18.1 points better with Trey Jones in per 100 possessions. 11-point swing. Come on, bro. It is an obvious and calculated move. Now, Rudy, you put it best. They're not trying to lose. No. But if, if they do better. win, it would be a benefit to the plan that they have, but they ain't trying to win either. These are We got 82 practices, it feels right. like. I probably should have saw the writing on the wall when they didn't go after one vet. When they didn't go after one veteran, not Westbrook, not Dame Lillard, not Fred Van Fleet. When they didn't, and again, I don't know if any of those guys would even work. I'm just saying, once they didn't put any of their money into longtime vets and they gave Vassell the extension, they gave Trey Jones the extension, the writing was on the wall that, hey, man, we're going to, I hate to keep saying it, TTP. We're going to trust the process. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're going to see such a cop-out. TTP, baby. TTP. And that's fine. Yes, Cougs, YouTubes, please like and subscribe to today's show. Once you get in there, like it. Coog says, I forget Sohan's only 20. I think we're setting him up to fail at this point. Um, I don't think you said, look. Now, in football, Rob, they say when you throw a quarterback out there too soon, you can ruin him. Yes, it's true. You can ruin him. Right. I don't think that's the case, Cougs, with Sohan. Like, okay. No, 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 no. I mean, when you're out, of, you're out of position, you're out of position. I don't think you just forget how to play basketball, and I don't think that he's going to be a failure at all. Like, we saw at the end of last year, well, halfway through the season, we saw Sohan, his play went through the roof. It was like, oh, wow, okay, we there's something there. He ended up second team all rookie. So he's not. It's not like quarterback Cougs, where he's just gonna forget to play. You lose your confidence. It's not that. He just got to get back to his natural position over time, and he'll get back whatever oh. his natural position is, and he'll be fine. He's not gonna. He's not. He's not gonna be a failure. He's becoming a better basketball player every time he sets foot on the court. Now he ain't a great point guard, but think about a six, eight, nine, ten, however we want to quantify him, point forward, which is really the the Spurs starting point guard is not on the roster yet. And when they do finally get to playoff caliber stuff, Sohan's going to be a starter. He might not be a point guard, but all these skill sets so? that he's picking up right you have now. Him as a starter? No, I think he'll always be a starter. Oh, okay. He's a glue guy. That's a guy that's going to be part of the five. 
He just will be because he's being now trained to play play another position. He will always be interchangeable because he's capable of doing that many things. He's got brain lock as a point guard, but watch him play defense. I mean, he's still got stuff to offer as a starter. He's not a total detriment to the team. But the idea that we have any intent on winning games went out the window as soon as you see that number. So the next date we have to start thinking about is February the 8th. Why? That is the trade deadline. And the Spurs sit right now with Doug McDermott and Chetty Osman on expiring contracts. Those guys were kept for this purpose. They were kept Interested. to make a move. Because they're going to walk away at the end of the season. We're not going to pay them. They're going to leave. Both Chetty Osman and not are like Josh and, and KCP. All these dudes that have come through and gone, these veterans that are going to stay in the league, both of them are leaving, and both of them are the kind of guys that help in the stretch run. Both of them offer a skill set to teams that need either jump shooting or the multi-play that Chetty it's offers. Floor spreading. That Those guys are going to be in demand. Yeah, like a, I, I could see a... Uh, a Dougie in like Milwaukee, you know, just another guy that they could have come off the bench and shoot threes. The same thing with Chetty, like in a Minnesota, you know, or Denver. But the thing is, what do you want to return? Uh, that's picks? the question. Is it picks or is it players? It's picks. Because there's a lot of picks on the, on the draft board already. We got a fair amount of first rounders coming. And it seems to be that's the way to go. I mean, Utah did it. Uh, that's I, what that's what Danny Ainge I did. Danny Ainge stockpile Utah. picks. Yeah, he stock, stockpile picks. Sam Presti, who's from the pop, well, from the R.C. Buford tree, stockpile picks. And when, when and I don't want another veteran contract back in return. I know you got to match dollars, so maybe you get somebody that you don't even play or that another you send expiring home. contract. Yeah, you get another expiring contract. But what that gives the Spurs a little bit of leeway if there is, if the decision is like we would like to believe after the twenty game signpost or the forty game signpost, whatever. Right. If the decision is look. We've given this Sohan. It has run its course. He has learned the skill, whatever that we were chasing. But now it's time to go get a point guard. They do have not only the pieces in the bank, like the draft picks that we know that they're going to use, but the opportunity to move a couple of veterans to go get something immediately. If they have, if they do make the decision that on our roster, it ain't going to be Sohan. They do have enough picks and, and guys on the roster that quite frankly, we wouldn't miss if they were gone to make a move. And we got about two months to do just that. Yeah, and you also talk about picks if a spur guy comes becomes available, which that's again that's to it. me that, I'm well, so over that. It. I'm over that. We're gonna hear. I will guarantee you over the next couple of weeks we're gonna start hearing all kinds of big. Zach Levine is already kind of percolating. That's coming. The Zach oh, the, Levine move. Hate, he hates the Bulls, and the Bulls hate him. So there is gonna be opportunity to drastically upgrade the team, and, and the more desperate. Want- but what kind of guy comes in that may stunt Wimby's growth? That's exactly it. And at least if you've got the draft picks and you've got the capital like these guys, when that opportunity does arise, they can pull the trigger. Now, I'm not sure if Brian Wright, uh, after the discussion we had yesterday, is the guy that we want pulling that trigger. By our poll, over 50% said Brian Wright is not doing a good job. So that job. means 49% think he is. Well, I mean, preponderance of the evidence, 51. I'm just saying, like, if when we say over 50, that means well, a lot of people. I think it was closer to 60. I don't remember. Ryan had to refresh my memory. The but last I saw was 60%. Wow. Well, Glass Half 440 think he's doing a good job. This is what I'll say. Um, at this point, Rob, okay, you open my eyes to something else. I will be looking for the trade deadline. But the other thing I'll be looking for is, number one, to get better every night. I need number one to get better every night. Everything you, is better. How do you basic. quantify that? Efficiency, shooting better from three, cutting down on his turnovers. 
keep rebounding the basketball at the percentage he has. Also play a little bit more in the post, just doing things better and more efficiently. You're talking about just Wimby. Yeah, I'm just talking about Wimby. I don't have a problem with everybody else. Again, everybody else got to get in where they fit in. Kel just got to get in where he fit in. Vassell's got to get in where he fits in. Like, those guys are fine. I like what I've seen from Keldon. I like what I've seen from Vassell. I like what I've seen from Trey Jones. They're fine. I need to see the franchise get better every night. Be more, start to hit your three if you're going to shoot that many. Get in the post. Be dominant. Be impactful. Keep rebounding. Cut down on your turnovers. I know you want to handle the ball. That's fine. I'm fine with you handling the ball. It's sexy. You're 7'4". You're handling the ball. But if you're going to handle the ball, then handle it and protect it. So I just want to see him, you know, by the time we cross over Christmas, by the time we roll it into January, I just want to see that he's gotten it more efficient and better and, and cut way down on his turnovers. You know, this. Uh, I think what's satisfying so far is that all the areas that we've targeted, like in, with, the, with the coaches, you know, in individual work, we've actually gotten better at it. And, uh, and uh, so it, it means we're not, you know, talking for nothing or and doing work for nothing. And, uh, you know, we, yeah, I, f- I feel like I'm getting better every day, you know. And it's, you know, it's, it makes sense since it's, it's my rookie season, you know, I'm still a teenager. But it's, you know, it's, it's probably my, the, the worst victory we'll, we'll, we'll ever see. If, you know, if, <laughs> as I believe, I, get, I keep getting better and better every year. So it's, uh, it's promising. So he's with you, man. I think, and at the end of the day, all we really want wins, losses, be damned. Yell at me for booing. Is Victor happy? Because you can scream at me all day for booing too loud. As long as we keep Victor happy, got to keep him happy. And but the thing about it is, you know, by year two, year three, he's got to give us a reason to want to keep him happy. Like we got to start to see something by year two, year three, which is that's okay with me. But the best player in the league, well, at least the last two MVPs and the Finals MVP. When they were, I don't know, I guess it was after they played Denver. He was asked about Wimby, speaking the Joker. And he said, hey, man, y'all sit back, relax, and be patient because he's going to change this game. That And that and that's coming from the two-time, that's coming from, well, no, two-time MVP, but one-time finals MVP, Joker, who right now is probably the best player in our league. Not probably. Hands down, ain't nobody even close. <laughs> yeah, he's the best player in the league. So if Joker tells me to sit back and relax, then I'll sit back and relax. I think we're going to run. What? Here's a concern, and this is down the road. We're, we're asking a guy who is already a 19-year-old kid who's already averaging 19 points a game. Because they're always down by 30. Well, I'm just saying he's averaging 19 points a game. Right. He's pulling down nine and a half rebounds. That's he's, what I'm He's distributing about. two and a half, nearly three assists. He's got one and a th- almost one and a half steals a game, almost three blocks a game. These are ridiculous numbers for a rookie. The, these are ridiculous numbers. They're okay. Not just okay, yeah, No, Rudy. ridiculous is ridiculous. This is, this is ridiculous up there with the best bit, that I've ever set foot in a rookie. I'm no, telling you, there ridic- he's filling every box. And if he was 6'8", we'd be looking at him like, this is amazing. It's really good. It's not ridiculous. It is ridiculous. See, we're getting lost in this. Kareem had dogged him his entire career. You don't work hard enough. You should be better. This is pretty freaking good. Okay, that's different. That's a lot different than you, I guess what it is, Rob, is you're throwing me off by saying this ridiculous. It is ridiculous for any 19 year old to step in the league, whether you're eight feet tall or five ten, to just step on the court and in your first 15 games average 19, 10, 3, 2, and 3. I mean, you're filling every that's not box. Ridiculous. 
find anybody else who's filled five boxes every freaking night. That's I mean, not it's ridiculous. A, it Rob. is. It is rare. And so we're going to put this. We're going to. No matter what he does, we're going to expect some more. I mean, it's just going to be something about his life Whoa. because nineteen two. 10, 2, 3. He's doing everything on the court as a 19-year-old. It's crazy. I, I think it's really good. I think it's really good. I do. I, I'm, I'm, you know, but I also know that there's a lot of stat padding when you're getting beat by 30. You're getting a lot of easy buckets. He's only playing 30 minutes a game. Well, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just, it's amazing to me. And I, you, I you, there's not amazing. five guys in the history of the league that have done this. The only reason why it's not is because it, it is not at the level of the height. We it we, is no, it's not. We went we went down commerce honking. We went down commerce and you know honking. What we and got we, nineteen, ten, two, three, and two. Uh, I mean, it is to a coach to anybody who's in the game. You look at this and go, my it's, gosh, it's really good. It's not ridiculous. Five. There ain't five guys in the league that have done this. I'm sorry. In the history. Last I mean, you can say it's I really checked. good, but there ain't five guys last that have stepped in at nineteen that done the, this. The unanimous MVP, the unanimous rookie of the year last year, averaged twenty. All right, and it's not ridiculous, and he's only six eight, and that was Paolo Banchero. It's not just he, points. Uh, I'm uh, saying every he box. averaged seven boards, and he's not seven four. Why are we? I mean, first of all, I'm happy he's rebounding, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump for joy because a seven four person's getting ten rebounds a game. He's supposed to. See, Rob. that's the problem you run into. He's running. He's playing against men. He's, he's seven four. He's nineteen. I'm everybody not saying he's else not gonna in the league get is amazing. nineteen. Rob, the no, whole league no, is young. Not everybody is nineteen. Can't say that. Can't Rob, say that. Can't, team, that's okay, not a defense. The team, the, the team, the Sacramento Kings that beat them by thirty. They're, they're starting, all young. Telling, their best player it came out after four years. Sabonis so was European forever. They, saying, they are experienced. They I'm are. Not, I'm not going to throw a party for somebody that's seven I'm not four, saying you should ten rebounds. They should be winning basketball games. But what I'm saying is, if you just put Victor's number in a box by itself and you go look at what this 19 year old really, kid is doing, all I'm saying is he's really good. Holy cow! He's I mean, he's really, falling really ass good. backwards into it. He's not even good yet. He's really good. He doesn't even. He I'll, hadn't hit a jump again, shot. Again, we're 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 splitting hairs because you're just saying it's ridiculous. It and is I'm just, ridiculous. Not it's not. It, it's really good. Find five other dudes in the history of the league that 13 games in have done this. Well, I mean, it just doesn't again, happen. Again, he's 7'4". He, he should be getting 10 boards. See, there's, you can't say that. He should be. There's a lot of guys who should have what, been. What, what, since when is this a big man's league? This Today's basketball is not a big man's league. If you're 7'4", Rob, I should be able to ask you to get nine boards. It's not just the boards. It's not just the points. It's the assists. It's the blocks. And he's doing it in 30 minutes. Yes, and he's getting beat by 30 every night. You're right. And therein so lies the rub. I'll, I'll, so that's what you're holding against him. But in a No, bubble, what I'm saying is when a guy is getting his ass, when a team's getting their ass kicked in fantasy, a quarterback that's getting his ass kicked is going to have great numbers because they're getting their ass kicked and the other team's not playing as hard. So, yes, he's getting a lot of points because they're getting drilled. And say, and why? How am I not supposed to ask him to average nineteen on this team? You're not. You're supposed to. But I'm saying he's living up to as much as you can expect from a kid this age. I mean, he's doing everything you can expect from a kid at nineteen. Woj said this is the best prospect in all of sports. And look what he's doing at nineteen. He's living up to the hype. Getting beat by thirty every night. The Spurs aren't living up to it. He is. I mean, there's a lot. So you telling me right now he's been better than Devin Vassell? No. Well, uh, has he? 
Has he been better than Devin Vassell? No, no he not, hasn't. But that night, no, he hasn't. I'm talking about a 19-year-old kid. I'm not comparing him to anybody else but rookies. 19-year-old rookie, 15 games in, this dude is killing it. He's playing really, really well. Yes. Really, really well. Really, really well. As good well. as anybody in the history of the league as he started his season. As no, good he's as not. any. Uh, no, he's not. I defy you to go find. His rookie year ain't better than LeBron's right now. Oh, there's one. You're right. The greatest and player was 18, or the second Rob, best player ever to step. He was 18. He was 18. You're Rob. right. I'm not saying he's not better than LeBron, but you just named the, the second or the best player to ever set foot okay. on the court. And he got more hype so than LeBron. So if we're comparing. Uh, well, yeah. He got more uh, hype than LeBron. But don't hold the fact that he's 7'4 and say, well, yeah, of course you should do that. You should. He's playing against a bunch of seven feet tall dudes, too. No. It's not him against us. Uh, who, what do you mean it's not him against he's us? He's playing against NBA dudes that have 10 years experience, have been playing since he was walking around with a pacifier, and he's getting 20 on them. Uh, okay. That's fair. I guess. So. I mean, this is going to be the conversation that will be held for Wimby forever. I mean, this is just how it works with big guys. It was with that Kareem until the bitter end. He's really, really good. I'm just saying he's not ridiculous and it's not like it's not groundbreaking. I'm not seeing groundbreaking yet. There's, I'm, I'm, there not, I'm not saying I'm not saying it won't have done be. what he's doing. There's just not. And then no, there's not five dudes that get beat by thirty every night. It's not his, well, it is his fault, and that will be on his on his shoulders as well. This is what we do every day at 7. We talk silver and blacks. It's Spurs at 7.